Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have something of an announcement <coughs> to make. Do you? Now do that you I'm want, in uh, golf. Clear your throat. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm going to be a father. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Yeah, that's what people always say, isn't it? Your birthday and a baby. Yes, I thought I'd rob in the fact that I'm an older parent <laughs> by announcing it on my... Uh... So, I mean, are you slightly paranoid about any jokes you've made about famous uh, ageing fathers in the past? What, the Is David there... Jason element? <laughs> <laughs> Did he... Did he? Was he an old dad? Older? Oh, God, he, he was... Older? Uh, wasn't he uh, 67 or something like was that? Was he really? Yeah. John Humphreys was... And uh, who was the famous one was it Des not yeah it was Des O'Connor the way I'm seeing it is I probably won't have to deal with those difficult teenage years <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out of there every cloud <laughs> yeah, exactly that's the way to look at it no it's um I mean I haven't really spoke about it to anyone but I thought you know as, as you and my radio family you thought we'll broadcast it to the nation well you know I feel that the people who listen to this show what is the 30 of them I feel that they're like they're intimates of mine rather than audience members I imagine so. they're group texting each other right now <laughs> they, they might they're all sitting in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> they all meet in a church hall somewhere. In the the <coughs> I've already made certain pledges, you know, first of all, I don't, I don't <coughs> want to be, and I know you do this occasionally, Alan, but I don't yeah. want to be one of those comics that does material about their children, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely don't want to be a comic like me. That would be a regressive <laughs> step for your career, Frank. <laughs> no, no, but you know, you know what I mean? I, I once saw uh, Robin Williams do a whole sort of 25-minute thing about nappies, and I thought, yeah. well, I know what's in nappies. Well, where was the surprise element in this? Well, you so. can say that about any observational comedy, though. Yeah, but there's something... I've been on a train. What do you want about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've eaten airport food. What's the point? Yeah, but there's something about... If people who don't have kids, they don't, they don't want to hear people who do have kids talking about having kids. That's, yeah. my, that's my theory. I was once out. I went to a contemporary dance event with Tony Adams, Lee Dixon. And Who we hasn't? went. Who hasn't? Yeah, it was a. It was a. Okay, it's against the grain. But the three of us went. And uh, Adrian Childs as well. And uh, we went for a dinner after, and there was lots of non-football people at the dinner. And me and Tony Adams was talking about football, and he was really, you know, he was t telling me loads of information. And Lee Dixon said, uh, Addo, put the ball away, mate. <laughs> and uh, I've said that to uh, my girlfriend, Kath, a few times. We've, been, we've, been, we've gone into baby talk, and I see people glazing over, and I say, Kath, put, put the ball away. So. You know it's not a ball, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks, looks like, like a, ball a ball from the outside. Up at the top, but it's not a ball. <laughs> it's a bump. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, that's fair enough. Also, I always think that, you know when people do that stuff, the funny things that kids say, they say, oh, my, my kid said this thing the other day. I always think if, if I was a child, I'd really, I'd never bond with my father if I knew he was using my material. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd think, just write it down, I'll use it when I get older. 526 has texted his congratulations already. That's right. fantastic. Isn't that nice? He's quick off the... I'm going to remember that from 526. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so, there's so, uh, so few numbered um, congratulations <laughs> I find in life. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously it's going to uh, change my whole... Uh, I mean, when you get to my age, you get up five or six times in the night anyway, so that's not going to... Absolutely. <laughs> it's the perfect time to start breeding. But... Um, <laughs> Our, our producer Emma is actually leaving today to have a baby. Daisy, who was that's the just, that's, They're not related. You should. No, 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 that's not, not that. the same. Well, the babies might be related, but not to my mum. Arnold Schwarzenegger about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> well, can I just say I don't want to quote my own jokes, but there was a man in the audience last night from California, and I said, um, "Isn't um, Arnold Schwarzenegger the governor of California?" And uh, he said he was, but he isn't anymore. 
And I said, I think you should anticipate his return. <laughs> and the audience laughed, and I thought no one would get it, and I was, I was so pleased. Anyway, so there I was talking about babies, but then I remembered a joke I did. <laughs> and I got excited. This is what your child has in store. Exactly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, have you been enjoying Prince Harry in Jamaica? No. Oh, dear. Oh, my <laughs> No, goodness. I think he went of his own accord. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, of course. He's having a little bit of a... he didn't go on his own. I'm calling expenses. it a gap year, Frank. It's a bit yes. of a gap year, isn't no, it? he's in the army, isn't he? He's in the army in the way that people in the royal family are in the army. In know. the way that status quo are in the army. <laughs> 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 no, I'd say status quo are more in the army. <laughs> I don't know, I, I sort of think that um, isn't Prince Harry in the army the way that I'm like an honorary member of the Laurel and Hardy fan club? Right, OK. Isn't he? Mm. I don't know, I could be wrong. But anyway, he's, uh, he's found some time off to go to the West mm. Indies. And he wore blue suede shoes. They were blue oh, desert boots. They were you see, posh people do like a pop of colour, I find. They love that. It's always a cravat or a red trouser. Red trousers. Oh, they love red yes, trousers. They love a bit of... They love that. Yeah, but what he's thought here is we're going to be dancing, so I'll wear blue suede shoes like rock and roll. He's, he's <laughs> got it wronger than anyone's ever got anything in his whole life. But I think... Having a close look, and I'm not one to advertise, but I, they look like Clarks to me. I don't think they were. I think they were Clarks. Do you? you we, we know, don't we, from our inside mm. information, that well, Clarks shoes are basically currency in the West Indies. Oh. Hence the song, Everybody help me out, so me get me Clarks. Everybody help me out, so me get me Clarks. Dum de me dum dum, so me get me Clarks. You can do the voice if you're doing the song. Sorry, can I just establish that was Frank's insider information he just talked about? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yes, it's... Uh, yeah, so, so I think he's... Someone said to him, as the ultimate gift, really, they've given him some uh, blue clocks. Mm. No. He can't have worn them in a... Oh, Elvis, he had blue suede shoes, and he's a bit like Bob Marley. He can't have thought that, can he? No. I think a posh friend said to him, those look great, man, absolutely wicked. <laughs> they look so good with chinos. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. Oh. I think that's totally what happened. Oh, and no. surely, if he's going to a hot country, pop some flip-flops in the bag. Yes, like, wear some flip-flops, it's sunny exactly. weather. I don't think you're allowed to wear flip-flops if you're... Uh, if you remember Did the royal family. Or Birkenstocks, German. Mm. Yeah. Appropriate, wasn't it? <laughs> Did he quote fine, Bob they? Marley as well, which made me cringe a bit? Yes, oh. he said, every little ting's <laughs> going to be all right, is what he said. <gasps> that was a terrible... That reminds one. me of when my physics teacher once said, so you are able to get into the groove, as it were. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh. Every yeah. little ting's going to... He may horrible. as well have gone word up. Oh, horrible. Yeah, but I say I, I do. I, you do find when you're there that you think, "Oh, I better." I remember dancing. Do you know that one love? <laughs> I danced, and they just kept playing the band. And I thought, I, "I better not sit down, or people think I'm racist." I danced for about two hours forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I couldn't. See, I couldn't see. I'd gone. I'd gone blind. I couldn't breathe. And I thought, you know, I gotta. I don't want to upset these people. I actually thought these people, which of course gave the game away. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. I, uh, I swam uh, <laughs> I swam a length this week for the first time in my life um, of the swimming pool. Not to the outsider particularly impressive achievement, but to... No, I won't have that. But to the frightened middle-aged man, a mountain has been climbed. 
<laughs> Even Sandy War is um, is is applauding in the other room. It's it's a soundproof booth, but I, I know that I know it. Vis- I know the visual Mike, for applause. I won't have you minimising your achievement because we're all very proud of you this morning, aren't we? I'll tell you what's slightly... No what, one answered. <laughs> no yes. one answered in this room. I'll tell you what, um, what slightly impaired it for me is I actually, when I did it, I got mm. very excited. When, when my hand actually mm. touched the wall at the end of the swimming pool, I was very excited. And I turned to the crowd who'd been incredibly supportive. I, and I was in the crowd, just yes. FYI. I am, I'm afraid I clenched my fist and said, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it was Which is, style. It's the, I, well, I, I really? was thinking Andy Murray. Worse, worse oh. still, I was thinking something I've seen Andy Murray's mom <laughs> quite a lot. And I thought, is that what happens? You learn to swim, you become Andy Murray's mom. I don't Somebody's... want people saying, and every time I'm on telly, saying... Uh, is he divorced? I don't, I don't want that. Where's, where's the dad? I don't want that going on. And then you splash the water with your fist, which I, I like. I went crazy. I, I mean, some of the things looking back on now, I mean, th- that morning, I, I took such a time over my shave because I thought it would make me a little bit more aqua-dynamic right, in the water. And I had, um, I had a lot of pasta the night before. I thought, build up the carbs. Like I was going to do a marathon. <laughs> Excellent. 25 metres, we're talking. Yeah. No, can I say there was an element of jeopardy being poolside. Mm-hmm. I didn't go for flip-flops. I went for chunky heels. Did you? I'm not changing my show for anyone. I thought that was sensible. There, wasn't, there isn't a Veruca in Britain that would have gone through those heels. <laughs> How have the Verrucas dealt with your swimming? Have I they, haven't mentioned the Verrucas. Have they gone? No, I've, uh, I've just... Um, you I never just, told them about I didn't tell them. I thought they'll find, they'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Even though when you first started doing it, we talked about them every week on the radio. <laughs> I think all the uh, sport relief money I've raised will, have, will be spent on the Veruca pandemic I've left behind me. <laughs> Cleaning the pool. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Frank, I would say it was 25 metres, about 20 metres in, there was a will-he-won't-he he moment. But I have to definitely. say... I thought, oh, the lad's tiring, and it was a moment of ge- genuine jeopardy. No, I took in, I took in a bit of uh, water. I mm. could feel oh. it. The, I thought I'll blow it out next, next blow, but really? it didn't really come out. It was at the back of my throat. And if I was just in the, the normal training sessions, I say training, um, in my lessons, I would have that would have been my panic and stop point. Yeah, well, I saw but, the, I, I saw on YouTube. I was travelling at the time, and oh uh, dear. and I, I saw it, um, and that. The the guy from Liverpool, the teacher, he took quite a stern tone with you on the on the like bit of footage, and he was going, "Just don't worry about it." <laughs> no, no. I know. I love well, that. But this—that's the whole point. He is worried about it. That's what we all need. <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the day, any problem you've got in life ultimately needs someone to say, "Just pull yourself together." <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Now, can I start, before we go any further, by saying I was shocked, horrified and upset by the topless paper, the topless photographs. I think, oh, yeah. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. I'm talking, of course, about the new Cliff Richard calendar. <laughs> 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 which is previewed in the, in the papers this morning. Um, oh, lovely. How old is Cliff? 72. I'll 72. tell you. Well, he says, I'm making 70 the new 50. Yeah. If I was 72, I think I'd be bringing my calendars out a month at a time. <laughs> <laughs> like the game-by-game game contract that players prone to injury sometimes yeah. take up. I think he looks smoking hot. <laughs> he's, he, he's, got, um, he's got good abs. He's, I mean, he's got a much he better does. body than I have. Let me make that absolutely clear. <laughs> the face... The face I could... You know, I don't know if I'd swap for the face, but the... You've got, a, you've got a better face. 
Yeah, the face looks... It seems to be the same face on every picture. So I'm thinking he maybe had one when he thinks, yeah, I only look about 70 on that. (laughs) We'll use that and just move it about a bit. Or it's lots of uh, dishy younger men wearing those face masks that you see sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, what if it was that? I'm I'm just looking for elastic. (laughs) Right. Can I just say, I'm not sure about a gold trouser in a Caribbean location, though. Well, I think that's good. I think it it reflects the sunlight, (laughs) And keeps everything cool downstairs. Mm-hmm. I like the one where he's on the jet ski. It's got a touch of the uh, Vladimir Putin about it. You know? <laughs> you know, when he catches fish or goes scuba diving or something. Yeah, Mussolini used to do that. Right. Any photograph, um, Mussolini, photo opportunity, he'd take his shirt off. And uh, really? Putin is taking exactly the same thing. So it's Mussolini, Putin and Cliff Richard. Yeah, the big <laughs> three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a great pub quiz question. What have they got in common? <laughs> he does look amazing. He does. He does. And do you know, he says in the accompanying interview, which I think is almost Pulitzer Prize winning, some of the stuff they've got out of him. It's on the long list. um. Yeah. Cliff says, I'm never going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I can't argue with that. No, I think uh, he he doesn't believe in in coming back, Cliff. No. No, he's he's not a Buddhist. But guess what? This doesn't happen by chance, these abs. He says, when I know my calendar is coming up, I go to the gym for about three months before every other day. So let that be a lesson to you boys. I can do that in three months. That's that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and they can make your hair that colour as well. Of course, if ever there was a man who um, doesn't need love handles, it's Cliff Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoying neither love nor being handled in any way. No, he's just, he's, that's a nice friend that he lives with. Well, you know, <laughs> I think he's Isn't a lot. they friends? I know, does he live with anyone? I yes, thought, he does. I, I thought he just lived with his record collection. No, he's, I met Cliff, he was, um, he's he was got a, a nice fella. He calls him his property manager. Yeah. There we go. I like, I love a, an elaborate euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> no, brilliant. Of course, it means a very low-profile character in the old days. To finish a gig, he wouldn't be off with you know he wouldn't be around with fans and all mm. that. And he was off with his property manager. He just used to slip into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else is going on? Today? Well, well, what about Kate? Yeah. We should talk about Kate, shouldn't we? We should. Really. Let's call her our Princess of Hearts, shall we? Yeah, you could start some of that. Yeah, that'd be good. I think I um. What did you think? What did you think, Em? You're a lady. Do what you, can I say? Do you think it's it's bad? or? Oh, I think it's disgraceful. But I do think... I was surprised she was what I call a, a roof-down girl. I didn't think she'd be that kind of girl. Well, I think, you know, one has to sacrifice many things when you become a member of the royal yeah. family. And I thought mm-hmm. one of them might be topless sunbathing. Yes, I think you could be right. Because what you get back is not bad. Someone said to me, topless sunbathing, but here's a palace and you never have to work again. I know where I'd opt. Actually, I'd, I'd work. Obviously, I'd still come here. But yeah. I wouldn't come here topless like I normally do. You could walk here, though, from the palace. No, I'd come by... Uh, I'd love to arrive with one of them golden coaches outside oh, four yeah, horses on a Saturday morning. <laughs> oh. be, because you'd be sitting in any day. Oh, here, come, here comes Frank. Oh, be, and then it'd be Shep pulling it. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid Shep is no longer with us. I know. Wish you hadn't brought that up. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, this is uh, Frank Skinner 
Mon Absolute and I'm playing to you. No, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Middle-aged man doing that, terrible. Oh, so Richard, Richard Alan Madeley. Cochran, yeah. Emily Dean, and we're talking good, we're talking clean. You can text oh. us on 8-12-15. Oh. That's our scene, you know what I mean. Oh. Follow us on Twitter using Frank on Absolute. What? Don't shoot. That's shoot. Oh. Um, oh, my God. Oh, it's so embarrassing. I could feel my hat turning round so the peak was facing the back as I spoke. You know, there's a bit where we do really funny bits on this show and Daisy the no, Producer well, I mean, it used to be. Daisy the Producer immediately scribbles it down for the trailer. Uh, I think that's just happened with your little uh, with your little top of the hour rap there. Oh, very embarrassing. So uh, I look forward to hearing worse. that on Absolute all week. I find, <laughs> I find people who rap for a living quite embarrassing, but people, yeah. people when like middle-aged men do it... Can I just say, Frank, that was the audio equivalent of Cliff Richard's calendar. I think, <laughs> I think you're right. No, if only I'd practice for three months <laughs> would have been a lot better but I do feel like slipping into the shadows now and never ever coming out again Absolute Absolute, Absolute. Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio Now what I think is I was in the chair for two hours at the dentist and mm. I think you should, there should be some sort of in-flight entertainment Right Well didn't you have any? Well, no. Well, my dentist always gives me sex in the city box. They're all God, sorts. I wonder where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It doesn't... You yes. don't have a, there's a screen in there. There's a screen. No. Yes. What, can you, you see can it? You can keep what saying about no. I'm going to keep saying yes. <laughs> it happened. But the big light's in the way, isn't it? Well, it depends what procedures you're having. This is the I dentist. I don't know where to look. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, if I'd thought, I would have gone for my audio. Mm. Oh, you could have taken a Dracula or... Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's uh, finished now, isn't it? I listened to the talking book you gave me the other day, The um, War of the Worlds. How was it? It was great. Bit bit frightening? Yeah, a bit frightening. That's what you want from War of the Worlds. But I knew that it was going to be frightening, so it was frightening in a good way. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. 50 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I went to my accountants yesterday. Bit frightening? How was that? (laughs) No, it was all right. Um... I walked past the Jimmy Carr shrine <laughs> in the corner. Now, the, in the waiting room there... You know, you go in the, the waiting wait- room and the accountant. Oh, I know yeah. what you mean. You know, when you go in the waiting room anywhere, you might get, you know, Reader's Digest or yeah. something like that. Uh, uh, and that, Geo. Uh, there's, a, there's an iPad mm-hmm. in my accountants. Uh, you, can, uh, you can... With games. Games loaded. No way. Yeah. So I had ten minutes with Angry Bird before I went into it. <laughs> yeah. Angry Bird, like yeah. he's a friend of yours. Yeah. No, I'm, what happens is I Skyped Kath. That's what I meant. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. When you're, um, when your allotment's getting a bit overgrown and it's clear that you've lost interest in it, is it like when uh, you're in a car... You know, when you sit in a car and mm-hmm. then someone who thinks, oh, well, they're, they're obviously leaving, comes and pulls up and waits for you to pull out. It's, are there people hanging around waiting for your allotment to well, come up? I suppose, up? yeah, not, um, not in their physical being, but they're on a list and they've been on it for three years. That's, That's why you get a telling tremendous. off. You've met someone very happy. Let's look at it that way as a positive thing. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. It's not that we've given it up. It's that they've got it. Enid! Enid! There's a letter from allotment people. Come, come, come quickly. Bring, gather the children. Yeah. I feel it so will be a letter now. as well. They oh, won't have email. No, Enid's got no email. No, they phone you. They phone you. Oh, they phone you. Guy they phone you on the home phone, I bet, as well. Exactly that. I bet they oh, do. Oh, we were on startled. I bet they do. Phoned on the landline. I forgot. You know what? I think I'm. Hello? 
Dudley through 908. You know that? What? I, I think I've got a landline somewhere in the phone. <laughs> you think you've got a landline? I, I think I put it in a cupboard, but it's still plugged in. It's probably in the cupboard with all the other stuff that you've not used for a while. Have yeah. you got stuff you've given up on? I know you've you had a hula hoop and that's gone. Oh, well, it's still there, but I haven't, I haven't hooped But, but also there was the great row of New Year's Eve 2010, yeah, I believe. I never really got what back. What was that? I'll tell you what I have given up on. Um, I, I think I've accepted the fact I will never be in Doctor Who. Have you? <laughs> I got I my manager... Why would you want to? I'm going to fess up to this. I got my manager Awful. to phone up the Doctor Who people <laughs> when I heard this series you was being filmed. shut up. And oh, I said, great. look, I'm happy to be in a monster outfit. I'll just walk by in the background. I just want to be able you to say... Oh, yeah. my God, this is the most humiliating thing. Regional <laughs> sci-fi? That's what you want to be in? You're one of the comic greats. I think it is national. You are one of the comic greats, and you are aspiring can towards you, regional sci-fi. Can sci you take that, Tim, you're one of the comic greats, and, and put it out on the trailer? Frank, yeah. I don't want you being in that. It's bad for your brand. We'll discuss it in the break. But if, if I'm dressed as a, as a cyberman, who's going to know? No, and it's the kind of actors in it are all people in the Gold Blend advert. I won't have you doing that. <laughs> That's not... I don't, it's I true. Care, it? It's true. I don't like Doctor Who. Sorry, but Did I they don't. say no, though? Did they say... Well, he never, he never mentioned it again, so I take, <laughs> it, I take it was he couldn't break it to me. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I would have happily just been, you know, man playing darts back at Rover's return while Ken Barlow talks to someone. <laughs> Maybe not Ken Barlow. But, um, yeah, so I was... He doesn't speak anymore. It's So I've given up now. I'll never be in Doctor Who. Oh. oh, Frank. Well, I can't say I'm sad for you. Okay. I think it's a narrow escape. But um, it's, it's it's as sad as the allotment, but in a different way, I think yeah, you yeah. agree. <laughs> well, what you need to do is do the same as you've just said I should do. Rather than you think of it that you're not on Doctor Who, just think that an actor is getting a role. Yeah, but is there, though? Or is there just an empty chair in behind, <laughs> behind Doctor Who that I would have been <laughs> That's That's what gets me. Oh, you might have done an accent as well. Oh, I think yeah, you, you would have. have done. But then if you'd had a monster mask, you wouldn't have had a speaking part. Well, I would, because I would have said, You're going to destroy We'll destroy you if you ever return to the Spanish palace. I would cast you based on that. Well, there you go. I think that was wonderful. That's, uh, you know, they don't know what they... And uh... scene. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you and your, you and your acting experience... <laughs> Maybe you should try for it. I'd love it. I'm available. Alan, ticket's still available. Cochrane <laughs> yeah. is available. I've got a little bit of mascara. You could be, uh, <laughs> you could be Davros. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. The worst thing I think is possible to talk about is when someone tells you a dream that they've had. Oh, I hate that. I would put it right up there with when someone uh, tells you about a new American drama they've discovered on the telly. Yeah. Yes. You know when people do Oh, that? when they quote from it as well. Yeah, they say, oh, mm -hmm. oh have you seen um, Breakneck? <laughs> <laughs> the Breakneck. No, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's made, it's made by the people who met, met the West. Oh, man. It's, and as soon as they've got to it, all I hear, all I hear is... Because <laughs> see their mouth moving... <laughs> Occasionally, I'll tune back in for a tears in it. Do you remember that? Go, <laughs> in this one episode, that, 
I just, I don't, I don't care. Don't tell me about. I totally agree, Frank. I don't like American dramas anyway. The <laughs> really? Wire, The West Wing, The Sopranos, they're all rubbish. Yeah, you're, right. you're wrong. In I agree a way. with Andrew you on The Lacks. Sopranos. You know my feelings on that. No, no, you're wrong in a way. Sopranos no, no. is the worst no, piece of television rubbish. ever I made. I don't. Why are they Awful. even on? Take you, them away. Take them away. Look, you've had your, you know, you've had your mumble dialogue. No, go away. I thought they spoke quite clearly in Breakneck. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Breakneck's one of the best. <laughs> it's not as good as Brassneck. It used to be in the dandy. Mm. <laughs> but so, anyway... So, so I, what's worse than that? I'm going to go, I'm, I'm tell you about a dream I oh, had. Oh, fine. good. Good. Yeah, only because I've always, um, I've always quite fancied myself as a Freudian. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think I'm quite good at interpreting dreams. I'll have oh, a dream yeah. and I'll lie in bed and think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and see what that means. And, of course, that symbolises uh, yeah. work and mm-hmm. that symbolises well, it. Uh, yeah. OK. You say you're Freudian. Let's slip into it. OK. Oh, uh, little I joke there. You missed it. You missed joke. it, didn't you? You missed it. It was, it, was, it was excellent. I enjoyed it. No, I got it. I, I didn't get it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Freudian slip. Yes. Yeah, I'll get it now. Now you've, now, you've, uh, now you've put the angle poise on it. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, I'm interested to hear your views on this scrap of paper that has been under a great deal of scrutiny this week. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it your birth certificate? Okay. <laughs> no, but it dates from a similar time. Well, it's from the 2nd century AD, that's the key thing. So, around uh, the Triffids' time. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, but apparently this paper suggests that Mary Magdalene, now she was the naughty one, wasn't she? Bit of a naughty lady. Well, that's the theory. Yeah, she may have been married to Jesus because on this on this piece oh, of this, papyrus, this is Dan Brown again, isn't it? Is it that's it. That's in the Da Vinci Code, isn't but it? Jesus refers to her as my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of in a <laughs> Northern <laughs> Club comic way. <laughs> he says, "Take my wife." In the midst of uh, yeah, the sermon on the mount. Anyway, take my wife, please. <laughs> well, in fact, in the same thing, he fishes also- anyone. <laughs> Yeah. He also refers to my mother, and I think in law might have just come off, because I suspect, oh. it, yeah, he would have, as part of his material. But what do you think of this? Serious, seriously, though? Seriously, what seriously, do I think? Um, well, um, oh. I don't think it really... I mean, I would like to have been at that wedding. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. Imagine when you went in, the usher said, uh, a bride's family on the left, groom's family everywhere. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I wouldn't have minded going, because I bet there would have been loads of wine. <laughs> well, initially, but if there's any trouble, it would all become water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could reverse if he had to. Or could he do the reverse? Oh, God, oh, God I yeah. I knew that. Oh, he had a reverse gear. Or it could he have could been do the it reception. All. He could do Vulcan death grit. <laughs> like, they could have had a reception and just loads of flatbread and, like, fizzy wine that wasn't quite right. And him going, no, I've not been practising anything. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> if they find it uh, authentic, mm. we'll... Mary Magdalene's descendant be able to claim half the universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the settlement. Unless there was a prenup. Yeah, she was the first, uh, the first pedicurist, is what I like to call her. <laughs> was she? Yeah, the feet washing. Yeah, they oh, don't yeah. even know if that was her. Was it not? And there's this thing about her being a uh, 
<coughs> a bit string fellows. A prostitute. That's nothing, no evidence for that at all in the, the lady of the night. Is yeah, that she worked church I'm, wedding. Do you think? Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just pop down the registry. Yeah, exactly. See what I mean? You know, you got to you got to support the family business a bit. Exactly. It does sort of back up the theory that he was a celibate, and right. then he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he very happily went to crucifixion. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.